Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Everybody knows the, uh, well, welcome. First, welcome to the American Liberty Wednesday night call. It is uh, January 11th. And we only have uh, just a few more days before we have our new president. And I hope that will that will make a difference. Um, you never know. Uh, but I do want to say that, you know, uh, I'm still waiting on a few affidavit, you know, the, uh, the jurats to come in. Not all of them have come in yet. Uh, but if uh, and hopefully they'll be in tomorrow because I'm sending it off to David uh, tomorrow afternoon. I get to mail around three three thirty ish, and I'm going to be at the post office before five and overnighting it to Dave. So if you know, please have them. You know, get them in, and if you can't get it in by by tomorrow night. Or tomorrow, uh, let me know, and we may have an alternative. Okay. With that being said, I don't know if any of you has been watching the uh, uh, the Congress, what they're doing to Jeff Session and all that, but it's real interesting to watch. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of it, and uh, you know, it's funny how. You know, they keep bringing up the three branches of government and they're really making it, they're really hammering it that, you know, Congress makes the laws that the, you know, the executive branch is only enforcing the laws and they can't extend. Uh, they, they've been reaching out and making their own laws, which they can't do. And hey, Chris, yeah, go ahead. I'll be back in a few, I'll be back in a few minutes. Okay. And um, and they can't, you know, they can't do that. And uh, and their object is to reel them back in to where Congress makes the law and the uh, executive branch is only to enforce the law. And so, you know, and, and they've been going hammering on that and different uh, uh, congressmen or representatives will bring up another issue only to bring that up again. And uh, and session says we must follow the rule of law. We cannot rubber stamp. Executive branch are bound to enforce the law as passed by the legislative branch. And this is and this hits home to me because of what Dave has has over and over. Uh, pounded on on these calls as well as one is one of his main arguments that congress has power to lay and collect taxes so if congress didn't name me 
subject and liable to the tax, who in the heck are you to tell me that I owe a tax? And it, and it is, it's extortion. And so it really makes it clear. So that's why I think this, uh, being a co-complainant on this uh, White House complaint, hopefully is going to mean something. And uh, and what I'm going to do, uh, once, it's, once it's filed and everything, I'm going to go ahead and send it to the government's attorney in in my uh, circuit court of, uh, uh, appeal of, and, and, and send the whole complaint and as well as the original and just say, hey, I'm just letting you know that, you know, because I'm here on appeal on this issue, that these other issues have been ignored. And I'm just letting you know under Title 18, Section 4, I'm reporting a misprison of a felony. Now I'm going to put her on on the line as well. So, you know, you can use this in many, many different ways. And, and, it, and you can use it many different times as well. So... It, it's really unique how, how things are going to be uh, turning out. But um, uh, the off, uh, see, session said, Office of Legal Counsel, exceedingly important. I will follow the law passed by Congress. And, and one of the main things he said, the Treasury must be guarded against fraud. And, you know, and, and they're talking about, I guess, you know, uh, countries and people doing fraudulent things against the Treasury. Well, you know, when an IRS agent is not following the law and fraudulently misleading uh, the, the representation of the Treasury saying we owe the Treasury a tax, when the facts conclude we don't um i mean that's fraud as far as i'm concerned i don't i don't know how you look at it but it's fraud to me so it's 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 um yeah good times are coming i i i can feel it and uh so we're gonna make uh i'm at least i am and i i know there's several people who are gonna join me we're gonna make an issue out of this and I hope we can get people all around the country to um, uh, to follow suit here. So, um, Dave, are you back yet? All right. <clears throat> Again, for the pe- people who just came on, I'm going to. Uh, I got many. I got many of the jurats in. I got, in fact, most of them in, but there are several that are still out there, and they haven't, and I haven't gotten uh, word if, if they sent it or not. Um, if uh, if you have not sent it yet, you gotta let me know, okay? And and maybe we can figure something out. If you sent it by second day mail, uh, hopefully it'll get here tomorrow. If not, um, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll just we'll just have to play it by ear. This weekend, I'm going to be away. I have another gun show, so uh, I'm not going to um, be here this weekend. So I won't be monitoring my mail 
like if it comes in Saturday. And even if it did come in Saturday, I can't get it to uh, to uh, David until Tuesday then. And by Tuesday, I'll have what what we're going to be sending to Trump. So you're probably going to be missing out uh, if if I don't get if I don't get your uh, jurat by tomorrow. Yeah, you're probably not going to be mentioned on the uh, as as a co-complainant. So, with that being said, David, are you back? Yeah, and if you missed the mailing, uh, we'll have to file an affidavit of joinder to get you on the complaint later. But you know, uh, we've made it easy enough. That Jurat page went out in the uh, in email a few days ago. And there's really no excuse for having missed the deadline. Okay, so what do you got to say, Dave? Nothing a gentleman could put into words. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the uh, January 11th, 2017 American Liberties Call. A Wednesday evening. My name is David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. Now, our bogs and other property received a rough draft of the criminal complaint for me yesterday. And uh, when I say rough draft, it's basically 90% done. And what I have to do is uh, I have to wait until we have the cutoff of the uh, Jurat pages so that I know who will be on the complaint and who won't be, and then I can complete the caption and uh, print that off and have it notarized and uh, wait for all the Jurat pages from Chris to add to the complaint, and then I'm going to put the page numbers on the bottom of the uh, of the printout and uh, I'm working on the memorandum that'll be attached that proves the three particular claims social securities never applied to citizens of the United States that they wrote a regulation in chapter one to make citizens of the United States liable for the tax and you can't do that with a regulation and all property is a cost under Section 83. You deprive me of Section 83 to tax my pay. And uh, the three crimes that are alleged in the criminal complaint are two counts of conspiracy against rights. One is conspiracy against rights to property. They're stealing my money. Conspiracy against rights to liberty. They're prosecuting people that they know are innocent and have never owed a dime. And then um, mail fraud. They're using the mail to do all this to every American. 18 U.S.C. 1341, frauds and swindles. And count four, um, racketeering. It's just a racketeering scheme. Plainly and simply put, that's what the Internal Revenue Code uh, was intended to accomplish is a racketeering scheme against 320 million gun owners. Uh, you don't 
Boy, greed can make you really stupid, can it? Who's going to commit racketeering against 320 million gun owners? <laughs> wow, that's something else. Um, it's really something else. That's what they helped to accomplish through the complexities of the tax code. The 1939 tax code was manageable, and then they, in 1954, rewrote it, made it seven or eight times as big and uh, more complex than uh, any reasonable, ordinary individual should be expected to uh, be able to understand so that they could steal from you until your children are malnourished. That's a banker right there. So the criminal complaint, uh, the package will consist of a cover letter notarized from me uh, to the new president, and it will have an exhibit behind the cover letter, and that exhibit is my simplification of the tax code. I looked at my conclusions, and then I wrote a 60-paragraph tax code to translate my findings into legislation. And I've got uh, several chapters in those 60 paragraphs uh, that operate just like the Internal Revenue Code should operate if you follow just the language of the law. So they're going to get a simplification of the tax code as my gift to the new president behind that cover letter. Then there will be the criminal complaint alleging those four counts, three different criminal statutes, and a memorandum in support, and then publication 17, excerpts where since 1993 right through 2016 they're telling you in the tax guide for individuals that your services are your cost and the other exhibit is going to be the 2013 edition of the IRS's frivolous argument list so they can see that despite having had these findings since 1993 1994 they still haven't put them on the frivolous argument list, despite having had over 21 or 22 years to do so. So there. And uh, that's going to come out at approximately 180 pages, all told, and uh, which makes it perfect. We're going to put an ISBN number on it, which is an international serial book number. All books have that ISBN number on it. And uh, it up for sale with my other publications uh, that you see on uh, wevgov.com, wevgov.com, and uh, let's see, Bunky, I can't say that I recall seeing you on the call before. Uh, are you new to the call, Bunky? No, he isn't. I've seen okay. And Attila is back. Long time. Uh, let's see. Have we had a problem with any of these folks before, Chris? Not that I know of. Okay. Um, just so you know, uh, anybody that seeks to mess with us during these calls, we will 
take action to get Toxu to close your account. Now, um, the complaint is simple enough. It's just three charges. It's about general enforcement of the tax code. It's not about any crime partic uh, committed against a particular citizen, a particular American. It's about the crimes committed against all Americans through the misenforcement of the tax code. And to catch up on this, there's an archive of calls here at 87488-AMERICAN-LIBERTIES. Uh, go ahead, uh, take your pick. We've been talking about this for the last few shows and about the tax issues in general uh, for the last three years. And my archive is at 59615, no confidence, 59615. My materials are inexpensive. They aren't legal advice, however. Uh, let's see, at 59615, the most recent posts I have on my archive are, um, they are the conversation with Bob, whose criminal investigation by the IRS was shut down because we went on the offense. And... Uh, Yeah, that's the person I thought we'd have a problem with, Chris. Okay. Yeah, uh, don't forget that name. Which it's name is that, Dave? Law Fan with a double N. Oh. Yeah, something else. Uh, it's tragic that that person is actually allowed to call themselves an American. Um, the conversation with Bob, uh, we shut down his IRS criminal investigations division probe into his affairs. And uh, so it's, it's not about saving you money or uh, landing Lawfan, another concubine. Uh, it's about protecting you from abuses of the government, prosecuting you under a uh, a tax code that doesn't even apply to you, uh, that they can't even translate for you. Uh, the call on my archive just before that is about, uh, let's see, it's, uh, let's see, it's about the, um, the closure of that criminal investigation and a levy that was lifted because of uh, the good work of Don Gron, who's taken my findings and uh, he works administratively to try to get liens and levies lifted. And he's had some success uh, the hard way using just the law. So uh, hats off to Don. And by the way, he will be a co-complainant. So uh, if you're going to listen to anything, listen to the, the most two most recent posts on my archive at 59615. Uh, there's a bunch of interesting calls there. So anyway, uh, get your perjury jurat pages in right away. And uh, we have to include those with the, uh, with the criminal complaint. So it's gearing up. Inauguration day is just a little more than a week away. And things have to happen right now. I have to know how many people are on that complaint. I have to be able to complete the caption. 
So if you're on the complaint as a co-complainant uh, and you've arranged this with Chris, um, you have to get your perjury jurat page into us by the deadline that Chris will post. And uh, if you don't, you're going to have to file a joinder later and your name won't be in the caption. And we will have uh, spent time that was wasted trying to get you in line with the complaint. So uh, please do it now. Get those perjury jurat pages into the mail uh, to Chris. If you have a problem, like we heard from somebody today that got snowed in and uh, they can't get to the post office for another day, he's going to have them mail it directly to me. So it bypasses Chris and it still gets to me. Instead of Chris collecting them and then forwarding them to me, uh, they're going to send theirs directly to me because they can't get to the mail in time to get it to Chris. So we're, we're really tightening down right now on the deadline. And if you want to know what it's all about, get my materials. These are the same findings I've been hitting the government with since 1993. A year administratively trying to get the IRS to come clean about these issues. And uh, all they do is threaten you with penalties. So 1994, uh, the very like January of 94, December of 93, I wrote the first briefs of my life and a bunch of people took them to the tax court and uh, finally arguing just statute instead of theory like the anti-tax movement you argue statute you'll get penalized also so uh, five people went all the way to the Supreme Court by the October term of 1998 and they still can't rebut those three arguments I outlined earlier they can't talk about them so that's why we keep hammering on them. And the arguments, not only can they not rebut them, but we've watched this briefing of those issues close down grand jury proceedings and criminal investigation for people that were identically situated to others I had seen go to prison in the past. And that's good work. So... Uh, um, it's a better track record and it's a more effective tool than anyone in the anti-tax movement can offer. Now, um, let's see. I didn't have anything really specific that I wanted to talk about today. Um, other property got the uh, criminal complaint and so did R. Boggs. And they're both going to be on the uh, criminal complaint to the White House. Uh, welcome to, oh, geez. I don't know if you, you ought to go to YouTube and track down the press conference today. And uh, you'll hear uh, the president-elect call an ESPN or a, a CNN invest, investigative journalist that was at the press, uh, press conference. He calls them fake news right to their face, <laughs> right on, Tell, tells them, be quiet, don't be rude, this other person's trying to ask a question, don't be rude, don't be rude, no, I'm not going to give you a question, uh, you're fake news, <laughs> so uh, uh, Trump was plenty steamed about the uh, the release of fake news, 
by the intelligence agencies about an allegation of something he did in a hotel room with a couple of hookers when he was in Russia. And that's been exposed as false right away. <laughs> and uh, um, it, it's astonishing, just amazing. Uh, if you find Laura Ingram's podcast online or uh, Dana Lash, her podcast online, in fact, let me give you those real quick. Um, here's Dana Lash's archive. She gets into it. There's one. And you got three one-hour episodes there on that page. And then you have Laura Ingram podcast for today. And she gets into it. And between the two of them, you'll have a real good idea of uh, of what went down between Donald Trump and the press overnight when CNN picked up this story and just started spouting it like it was truth, and it turned out to be false. And uh, their reporter was called fake news by the president-elect at the press conference today. Man, that's funny. Uh, it's, they've had it coming for a long time long time. Uh, on the chat, Darl Cole says, yes, that was great. Put them in check. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, if I don't know how Donald Trump resisted it, but I would have said, what am I known for? You pull this on me as my intelligence agency? Well, I'm, my mantra is, you're fired. What a way to end a career spreading false information about the president-elect. So uh, heads are going to roll. When he gets into office, this is going to be on the top of the thing, top of the list of things to do of one of his assistants, is go down to this agency, and I want to know who did this, because they're fired, and that's poetry. So... Uh, uh, I almost never miss Dana Lash, and I never miss the Laura Ingram show. So, uh, and I try to catch the Sean Hannity radio and television show every day. Let me give you one of those, too. Um, on the web, on YouTube, these channels go in and out of style pretty quickly. Uh, you tune in them, into them one day and they'll have all kinds of shows for you to download. Um, Brett Baer and Special Report, Sean Hannity. And uh, the next day there will be a notice up saying this account no longer exists due to copyright violations. So uh, uh, they come and go. These, show, these YouTube channels that consistently... Uh, uh, I agree. Darrell Cole says Lou Dobbs is a good watch. Uh, yeah, he's 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 kind of rude. Uh, he interrupts everybody's long-winded when time is limited, and it gives the guests le much less time to speak when, in fact, they're oftentimes bona fide experts. But um, these, like I was saying, these channels go in and out of style. YouTube kills them, and then they spring up somewhere else under a different name, and start posting uh, news shows on them again. So anyway, if you look around on YouTube, you'll find a whole bunch of archives of uh, 
Fox News shows, I mean the good ones, uh, Brett Baer and Special Report, uh, Sean Hannity, Lou Dobbs, and uh, also the Sean Hannity Radio Archive, Mark Levin, uh, Michael Savage, are also very good to listen to. So anyway, uh, try to catch them today because they're going to be all over the fake news media like a stink because the media really blew it on this one, which is funny. Uh, They deserve all the crap that they get, and they're going to get a lot of it. Now, I don't know if this whole web address will fit in the chat, but here's the countdown. Oh, it does fit. Look at that. There's the countdown to inauguration, excuse me, inauguration day, eight days, four hours, 29 minutes, and 15 seconds. Things you got to know. So, a new chapter. Uh, Got absolutely nothing out of the 2006 complaint to Congress 11 years ago, this month, New Year's of 06. And now we're going right to the top on Inauguration Day to the new president. And if all you got out of this complaint was one irrefutable truth, it's that Americans that they call citizens of the United States have never owed Social Security. That's a no-brainer. It's obvious from the evidence, and you can see this on the federal income taxation page of wevgov.com. It's the first thing I do on that uh, page of the website is show you the definitions of citizen that you find everywhere they talk about Social Security. Chapters 2, 21, and 23 of the tax code, Chapter 7 of Title 42, Section 411B2. You got Tax Code Section 7655 that says for taxes imposed on possessions, see Chapters 2 and 21. Wow, okay. 7651, parentheses 4, parentheses capital A, says that any reference in Section 28A of the Revised Organic Act of the Virgin Islands to any tax specified by Section 3811 of the Internal Revenue Code shall be deemed to refer to Chapters 2 and 21. And when you go to Section 3811 of the 1939 Tax Code, you see that it's called Collection of Taxes in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. A, Puerto Rico, B, Virgin Islands. In 1954, when they rewrote the tax code, they split that statute up into Chapters 2 and 21. That's the story. You won't hear anyone else speak about the tax code this technically in relation to uh, an analysis as to what is the real scope of the tax code. I don't claim to know all the uh, all the Mickey Mouse deductions and all the uh, all the laws governing S corporations and the rest of it. My focus was on determining how the tax code was brought into the 50 states and whether or not an income tax is imposed on the value of labor. And I found some truths that are simply huge, enormous, irrefutable. And if all you get from what I'm going to file with the president, just the one argument, Social Security has never applied to Americans. If if you stop right there, it's still grounds for a revolution. 
they've been steeped because they don't take it just from the individual that performed the services. You got chapter 23, matching FICA paid by employers. So for every dollar they pay out in wages, the employee pays seven, seven and a half percent, and the employer has to pay seven and seven to seven and a half percent. Right out of the corporate profits. So they're stealing from employers and from the employees and the self-employed. If all you did was look at Social Security and stop right there, it's still proof that for decades, our relationship with the federal government has been the same relationship you have with the person that runs up to your car window with a gun and carjacks your car. It's utter dysfunction. Our relationship with the federal government. It's the only way to describe it. So without having to get into the interpretation of tax code section 83, uh, which is, you know, it can, it can bore somebody pretty quickly, without having to look at how Congress identifies the subject of a tax and come to appreciate the fact that the citizen of the United States is only named in regulation, that too is a more lofty, uh, lofty contention. But the one about Social Security is obvious. It's as plain as day. Citizens of the United States have never owed Social Security. And so you have Jeff Sessions at his confirmation hearing uh, yesterday and today uh, the rule of law is important. I will uphold the law. When the law says ABC, ABC is what you get. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to find out, aren't we? Because you can't refute the Social Security issue. It's easy. The, the hard part about it was finding all those provisions. But once you put all those provisions in one spot, it's easy to see. Social Security has never applied in the 50 states, period. So we'll see about the rule of law, and uh, we'll get the uh, the person charged with enforcing the law as it is written. Uh, we'll get him right in right between the wheels of that truck, and we're going to drive it right into the White House. This criminal complaint, and they're going to be trapped inside of it. And if you can't quite understand what I'm trying to say, read my brand new tax code that I wrote in 1996. 1997, 60 paragraphs, where I translate my findings into new statutes. Only 60 paragraphs instead of 75, what is it, 8 million words, 75,000 pages. So uh, there's going to be a lot to chew on, and not much of it is going to taste good. And then once once that is served on the White House, I'll be disclosing the name of the website that I've taken out uh, to publicize this complaint to the White House. It's going to get its own website, and that website is going to have the correspondence that I draft and send to the White House. And this is going to be the, the first feature, this criminal complaint about the IRS. And uh, 
then everyone will be welcome, of course, to uh, to direct all their friends and family to the website to to see what we're talking about. We're talking about theft. The IRS is stealing, and here's how it happened. Wise Virgin, I don't recognize your name. Have you been on the call before? And wise virgin is kind of kind of oxymoronic. Uh, if you're a virgin, it kind of indicates wisdom, doesn't it? <laughs> when you look around at society today. Um, anyway, uh, Richard Jones from North Carolina. Okay, welcome. Now, um, we don't expect to get make any progress out of this. Uh, regarding how much money the IRS gets from you, this uh, complaint to the White House is intended to implicate the president as a material witness in any investigation uh, regarding criminal charges that the government uh, wants to bring against you. Uh, Any criminal investigation by the IRS or a grand jury uh, when you hand in a criminal complaint to the members of the grand jury, that you've even complained to the president about this. Now, who are the defendants in the criminal complaint? Drum roll. <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama. Pardon my language, everybody. Uh, Eric J. Holder. Loretta E. Lynch and John Koskinen, IRS commissioner, and all similarly situated actors, which would be the entire IRS. So the complaints are, you're prosecuting innocent people, they never owed a penny, and you're putting them in prison, and you knew it because you received this complaint back in 2006, and uh, that president, Trump's predecessor, received a complaint from me around February 1st of 09. So he knows everything. Loretta Lynch, the successor, uh, she's prosecuting people when she knows about this complaint because uh, Loretta Lynch is attorney general when the uh, Department of Justice has closed grand jury proceedings. Presumably she knows all about it. And the uh, IRS commissioner They're getting this complaint from uh, the 2006 complaint from uh, people who have filed joinders all the time. It's what to do. Uh, You run off a copy of this complaint and you uh, attach a copy of your affidavit or joiner to it and you send it to them saying, uh, I need to know how to comply with the uh, tax code section 83. I'm only named in regulation. What were you thinking? I don't owe this money, do I? And it's uh, it's resulted in many 45-day letters where the IRS writes back and says, uh, yeah, this is the IRS. We can't find our butt with both hands. Uh, we need 45 more days. And good old Don follows that up with a letter saying, well, I hope if you need 45 more days, uh, you're not going to let interest accrue during those 45 days while you figure out what your job is, servant breath. So anyway... <clears throat> that's what we're trying to do is to prevent 
criminal charges, maybe in the future uh, it might help somebody get a lien or levy lifted. It might prevent a lien or levy. Uh, hey, Citizen Brett, it's come to our attention. You didn't file a tax return for this particular year. Uh, what were you thinking when you didn't file your tax return? Well, I got an answer for you right here. I got 180 pages that went to Congress in 06. I got my affidavit of joinder. This is what I was thinking. How does Section 83 operate in your conclusion? I had gross income and therefore am required to file a tax return. Checkmate. Um, Richard Jones in uh, North Carolina says he's got 60,000 in liens. Ouch. No question. Ouch. Uh, was any of that because you filed uh, Pete Hendrickson tax returns, may I ask? Because the stories of uh, of uh, liens for frivolous filing penalties are many among the people that acquainted themselves with uh, Pete Hendrickson's um, quote-unquote work. Oh, credit card debt, so it's not tax liens. Anyway, um, that's all we hope to do with this. It's a nice exhibit for you to have. Uh, also, when uh, we get an ISBN number on it, it's going to be published. It'll be available in book form, just like Take from Caesar, Volumes 1 and 2. And so uh, with your, if you're not one of the original complainants, but you join it later, your affidavit of joinder, and then you just order copies of this of the book that is the criminal complaint to the White House, you'll be able to get it at cost. Um, we'll arrange for you to be able to get it at cost, plus a little bit of shipping and handling uh, fee on top of that. And that, that way you don't have to stand at a photocopier and, and run, or a printer and run off a copy of uh, 180 pages and put the staples in the right places and the bulldog clips. You can simply buy... Uh, copies of the published criminal complaint and uh, your affidavit of joinder with a cover letter saying, I joined this complaint. Uh, I've complained that you're all criminals. Why are you sending me letters? I want clear explanation of the laws. And you'll see that on the Federal Income Taxation page of wevgov.com. The Taxpayer's Bill of Rights. Everybody's entitled to clear explanation of the laws in all IRS proceedings. How does Section 83 operate in your conclusion? I owe a tax. Where's your authority to exclude labor from this regulation that defines my cost? 1.83-3G, the value of any money or property I paid for my paycheck. Labor's property. Its value is what I can get under contract for it. And I never received any excess over that amount. Where's your authority to exclude labor from this consideration as a cost? They can't talk to you about it. And you'll see all the case law in the world uh, right there on that page of the website that says any means all of it unless the law provides for an exclusion. They don't have a law that allows them to exclude labor from that phrase. Checkmate. As late as 2008 in the U.S. Supreme Court, that makes five decisions in the Supreme Court that say any means all, unless the law provides for an exclusion. So that's the that's the battle we're waging, and uh, since our government is a thief, 
and will never admit that it is one, uh, they'll still get your money, but uh, it'll make it a lot harder for them to get your liberty. How about a couple of questions, and uh, then let's let everybody get on with their evening. Thanks for joining us here on a Wednesday night. Uh, Donaldson, South Carolina, Central Indiana, uh, Indiana, Central California, Bunky is gone, um, Illinois Nation, Christopher J, uh, Duo Can, I don't recognize your talk shoe identity there. Welcome to the call. Again, this is not legal advice. LT Oats, LT Oats, LT Oats. His criminal investigation was shut down because he joined the complaint. So we got an actual beneficiary of this strategy on the call, uh, in addition to Chris Chapman, the host of the call. In, uh, in January of 2007, he gave a grand jury the uh, congressional criminal complaint. Never heard from him again. Magic. And uh, Attila, welcome to the call. Warrior, of course. Hyperloose, Echo Tango, J-Bud Double Zero. Uh, excellent roster tonight. Darl Cole. And Seeker 2 and other property. And yes, LT Oaks. Um, you'd have to ask somebody that's actually been under the government's wheels uh, to get their thoughts on how it feels <laughs> uh, to watch a criminal investigation shut down where you know darn well they want to indict you, man. They want to send you to prison and you start hammering on them with the law, and then they just shut up. It's like, it's like the Patriot Movement gurus. Oh, Dave Merlin this, Dave Merlin that, screw him, blah, blah, blah. And the two magic words that always drives them away, debate me, and they vanish. <laughs> debate me, oh, no, we can't do that. Goodbye. <laughs> so uh, anyway, any questions, folks? Uh, Darrell Cole, we have made the complaint to the state of Texas for taking property without a court order. Uh, Texas doesn't have an income tax. What kind of taking are you talking about? Any questions, folks? Yeah, his star eight on, on your phone. Okay, here's Illinois. Okay, go go ahead, Illinois. Yeah, hey hey guys. Um, so with respect to what the gentleman just said from Texas, how can I apply that in Illinois? You guys there? <laughs> yeah, well, just I'm uh, uh, Dave. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about in Texas. Okay. All right, then uh, patch me out. Okay, well, okay. What I think it is is that the guy in Texas, the the IRS has taken uh, his property, meaning his paycheck, and uh, and he wants to know how he can stop that. And you know, there, are, it, it it all depends if you want to keep your job or not. You can sue your employer. Uh, you know, again, I'm not giving you legal advice. Uh, there are things that um, 
I did to protect myself from that by educating the employer and letting them but know. In, in such an instance, though, you're going to have the government come in and intervene and do all the litigating for the employer. Uh, it's, you know, I don't do civil. I concentrate, concentrate on the criminal, and uh, it takes a real, uh, a real big pair on the part of an employer to tell the IRS, I'm not going to take this person's paycheck for you. So, uh, and, uh, okay, so, um, and, and there, there are, there are ways that maybe the employer can get the gumption saying that, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh, say me, Mr. Chapman threatens to sue me. If I give you his money, I need a whole harmless letter and, uh, blah, blah, blah. And that has worked. And sometimes it's been ignored, but. Most of the time, it has worked. So with that, um, let me see. Okay, uh, number two is uh, Northeast Central, uh, Northeast and North Central Pennsylvania. Hello, John. Hi. When can I expect to get a copy of the uh, White House complaint? Uh, I'll be done with it when I get all the um, all of the Jurat pages. And then uh, when I get it all done here at my house, uh, I'm sending one copy to Chris, and he's going to overnight it to the White House, and I'll be scanning my copy into PDF format, and as soon as he's done with the certificate of service, he'll ship that back to me after he scans it into PDF and emails it to me, and then I'll add that to my PDF copy, and then the co-complainants on the complaint We'll all get a PDF copy of the complaint uh, on the web. I'll post it on the web somewhere, and we'll contact each of you individually and tell you where to download it. Okay, that was my only question. Okay, and and you'll you'll receive a a full copy of everything on the 20th. Okay. Okay, and Christopher... um, Call me after the call. I've responded to your email three times already. Uh, evidently, you're not getting it. Um, okay, let me see. Uh, Central, okay. North and Central Orange. Go ahead. Hey, Chappie and Dave. This is Rick. How you doing? Pretty good. How you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, real quick, Dave, I was wondering... Uh, let's assume hypothetically that uh, you're very successful in getting uh, recognition uh, that uh, you know that the taxes are not uh, due uh, to the government. W- what do you think is going to happen if? Uh, let's assume that they agree with you. Aren't they going to go ahead and make a law that changes all that? And if so, then doesn't that put us in a worse position? Um, what they're going to do is ignore what I write, and that proves that they're liars when they say the rule of law, uh, you know, I'm going to drain the swamp, and I'm going to force them to put a caveat on it. I'm going to drain the swamp except for this mode of theft over here. We're going to keep stealing. In fact, we're going to cover it up with new law that uh, makes it look like you always owed it. We're going to simplify the tax code our way instead of Dave's way, and we're going to cover up the fact that the law has always protected you. 
So uh, worst case scenario, I'm going to prove that the law doesn't matter to them despite all of their rhetoric to the contrary because you know they're never going to stop stealing. And so uh, my this criminal complaint is going to be an albatross around their necks and there's nothing I can do about it. They'll, they'll never admit it. They'll never admit right, it, I mean, but, anybody, yeah. but anybody that looks at those statutes on the website, they're going to know, first and foremost, Social Security has always been theft, period. Just that. I get it. If that's, I get it, and I, I'm in agreement. All you said. My, yeah, but my concern is that the law works if you understand the law uh, for you. It will work for you. The problem is most people aren't educated on the law, so when we go and change and expose something, um, like like you're trying to do, then there's nothing that's going to stop them from saying, okay, if you want to make a big deal about it, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll make a law, and then they'll change it, and they'll make it mandatory law, and then that'll over or succeed whatever we had in place before, and then now we're now there's no way to fight them because it's actually codified that we owe them that tax. That's my that's well, my. Well, we've already We've, all, we've already tried to educate them. 2006, 80 members of Congress got the complaint, and since then, 200 people or more have joined that complaint as similarly situated witnesses complaining of crime, and no one's ever gotten a reply from Congress. So right. the Fed doesn't care. Right. I, I, I'm going to agree. I understand what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just trying to think, you know, a couple moves down the, down the pike. If they do decide to embrace what you say is true and accurate, then there's nothing that stops them from creating a law that's going to undo what's already in place. They'll just make it mandatory. Right. Well, there there is nothing that can stop them. And so yeah. uh, all I can do is all I can do. And the only hedge against them doing that is getting enough people wise enough to study a few things and finally come to the conclusions yeah. that I've briefed and see the proof that the government can't even refute it, and then uh, protest. That's yep. the only option. I agree. I mean, that, that is the thing. A, a I mean, my take on that: they yeah. they they can't make make a law that that is solid. I mean, there, there's going to be something that you know. Again, like Congress is the only one that can lay and collect taxes. And uh, but but with that said. Obama did make a, a, a great speech last night. I mean, that guy is one heck of a speaker. And and he said, you know, what people, you know, he's speaking about the Dem Democratic Party, but what he but what he was saying is that we we need we meet, we need to be diligent for our cause. We need to get a clipboard and go out and start knocking on doors. And and maybe that's what we ought to do. You know, this is what I've I've been wanting to do for years is getting people around the country to start forming and and start multiplying and going down to our legislative branch and and so forth and and start attacking. When I say attack them, I mean you know let's not go in there with hatchet and knives. But, go ahead. But uh, but you know start uh, start addressing the issues. Of of their crim, criminality and and see what we can do to make a difference. 
you want to educate them, buy them a copy of No Confidence, Civil Liberties versus Homeland Security. It's a whole book full of proposed initiatives that I've written, a bunch of constitutional amendments that I proposed in there also. Um, you know, that you're so far behind the curve as a nation that uh, uh, I view Chris's comments as evidence that he's a dreamer because I don't think Americans will ever care. Oh, look, it's Beyonce. I got to go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. you. Of course. Thank you. And, uh, okay, Donaldson, go ahead. Uh, There you go. Go ahead, Donaldson. Thanks. I was just going to ask Dave and and you what you thought about the, you know, Obama's speech, and and you actually beat me to the punch uh, by commenting on it. I took the note of what he said mid speech. Um, he one of his sentences. <clears throat> well, for, first of all, just while we were on the the topic, he is saying a lot of innuendos for people that know what he's really talking about. There's like the surface level mocking by Obama. I heard it in his vo- in in the things that he was saying. He's mocking the intelligence of the people in the audience. Um, the other thing was that he was talking about extremism and. Um, you know, his, his push to get people out there is really directed at those liberals, not, not the ones that are really seeking to, to understand the system and bring about a peaceful uh, world without, you know, going out there and, and, and violently protesting or whatnot. You know, I'm, of course, I'm kind of generalizing, but here's the sentence. For the fight, this is what Obama said on his live TV uh, speech last night in closing for his, I guess, tenure. For the fight against extremism and intolerance and sectarianism are of a piece with the fight against authoritarianism and nationalist aggression. And the reason I thought that that was important was that he was speaking with the David Wynn Miller style of grammar, particularly with regard to his are of a piece with the fight. And he even started the sentence off with for the fight against extremism. And I just wanted to note that I believe he's putting the correctness out there and kind of tying it into extremism, which it's, it's mind-boggling how he is a genius, okay? You can just tell how diabolical he is when he talks. My comment. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, my comment on his speech, he is such a liar. I can't stand the sound of his voice. And so... Uh, to me, he's not a great speaker. He's a great liar. His life is a falsehood, stem to stern, top to bottom. It is a falsehood. He is, he's a shell of, uh, of uh, prevarication. It, his whole life is one lie, and everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. If it's not hypocritical, it's outright false. And so I can't even listen to the guy for a second. There's a link to an article. Uh, you'll find, uh, if you just did a search on Google like I just did, Obama giving uranium to Iran. Wow. Yeah. He just okayed a deal where Iran gets, like, tons of uranium. So uh, why listen to the guy for one second? People are going to be calling him uh, a liar for generations that he was 
He's a Manchurian candidate here to destroy America, giving uranium to a country that wants to bomb Washington, D.C. Why listen to a word that it says? Everything it's ever said was spitting in his underwear, meaning talking out his ass. I don't have one second for the guy. I don't have anything good to say about the guy, and he can't die soon enough. Okay, with that said, I don't see any more questions on the board. I don't see any questions in the chat. And uh, so with that being said, I'd like to thank everybody for coming on the call. And, And with that, God bless America, and this call is officially over. Thank you. Good night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.